Dear Christian, you have just heard your story recounted. Hearing it, may you rediscover your identity, remember your dignity, reclaim your place in the Father's heart, and be restored to the glory for which you were made. It was you that in the beginning God had in mind. From the first moment of the heavens and the earth, you were meant to dwell here on earth and then reign in the heavens. The God who first made light created you to live in the light of communion with him. In his image, you were created, the crowning jewel of all creation. So God made Adam and Eve and you and me. But I've chosen darkness. While God made me to live with him in the light, I've countless times chosen instead the sin that shrouds me in darkness and separates me from the God of light. That echo of the first fall of man can be heard in my own life and in my own heart and in yours too, dear Christian. But louder than the thud of humanity's fall is the glorious song of our redemption. Dear child of God, so truly we may sing. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. He has and he does. With each new Christian we baptize this holy night, the face of the earth is renewed. But how did our redemption take place? It is that story that we recounted this evening. So many readings, so many psalms, so many prayers. We lived liturgically the long story of waiting and waiting and waiting that has characterized our human journey. We were yearning for some kind of fulfillment to everything that we were hearing. Some of it we understood, some of it we didn't. And isn't that the story of our lives? Waiting for God to make sense of things. Waiting for the payoff, the fulfillment. But this long story is your story, dear Christian. It was you that the Lord addressed in that dramatic demand that he made of Abraham. Take what you love and sacrifice it for me. He asks that of you and he asks that of me. But how often do I recoil at that request? I imagine God is not a loving father worthy of trust, but an exacting tyrant looking to take away what I love. I forget that he loves those that I love infinitely more and infinitely more perfectly than I do. And perhaps, dear Christian, you forget this too. But God did not let the one Abraham loved be sacrificed. He spared his life. And he spared mine too. And he spared your life as well. In the end, the only life he did not spare was his own. We continue our story, my dear brother or sister Christian, and recall that whether we learned to trust or we refused that lesson, God did not give up on us. Relentlessly he pursued me, even when I strayed, when I became a slave to my own sins. And so he did for you. But our sins are not left behind so easily. Even when we try to escape them, they chase us and seek our spiritual death. 
And always the Lord is ready to lead us to freedom. But are you, dear Christian, ready to follow? This God who created you, who called you to radical trust and led you from slavery to freedom, wants to be more than your master. The one who has become your husband is your maker. His name is the Lord of hosts. Your Redeemer is the Holy One of Israel, called God of all the earth. He wants more than formalities and occasional visits. He wants your heart. Will you, dear Christian, give your heart to him who has generously given his heart to you? He knows that it's hard for you. He knows your struggles. He, does, he doesn't demand that you come to him perfect with your life neatly in order. No, instead he says, all you who are thirsty, come to the water. You who have no money, come receive grain and eat. Come without paying and without cost. Drink wine and milk. Beloved child of God, he will give you all you need to follow him. All you need to give is your free choice to follow. I have not always done this. I don't think you have either. Indeed, you have forsaken the fountain of wisdom. Had you walked in the way of God, you would have dwelt in enduring peace. But you didn't. And peace has been hard to come by, hasn't it? But now he invites you to get up and follow once more, and to learn where prudence is, where strength, where understanding. They are all in him who has brought you to this night. This night the Lord sees you, dear Christian, all that you are and all that you've done, and he proclaims to you with love, I will sprinkle clean water upon you to cleanse you from all your impurities, and from all your idols I will cleanse you. I will give you a new heart and place a new spirit within you, taking from your bodies your stony hearts and giving you natural hearts. I will put my spirit within you and make you live by my statutes, careful to observe my decrees. I will place a new spirit within you, give you a new heart. So he has done, and so now you are. Baptized into Christ's death, we have risen with him to new life. None in the world can know a joy as great as ours. To have chosen darkness and yet now received a new light. To have rejected God and yet been redeemed by him nonetheless. Oh, what glory and oh, what joy that makes us cry out, Alleluia! Truly, this building and indeed the earth itself should shake this night with the joy of Christians who hear these joyful words. He is not here, but he has been raised. Indeed, he is raised, and in him so are we. Alleluia, alleluia. Amen. La historia que hemos escuchado hoy, muchas, muchas lecturas, es nuestra historia. No es solamente la historia del pueblo de Dios, sino que... La historia de todos nosotros. Que somos creados para ser en la luz de comunión con el Señor. Pero les invito a leer todas las lecturas de hoy pensando en esto. Que esta historia es la tuya. Que, que el Señor te ha creado para comunión con Él. ¿Cuántas veces has dicho a Él, no te quiero? No, no, no quiero estar en comunión contigo. No quiero seguirte. 
No quiero tu luz para iluminar todas mis faltas. No, quiero estar en tinieblas. Y el Señor siempre te está invitando a entrar en la luz. Para que puedas saber lo que seas. Tu dignidad, tu identidad. Y para que puedas saber y conocer y entender el amor del Señor para ti. Les invito a leer las Escrituras pensando en esto. Y hoy, aceptar la invitación del Señor a ser renovados en Él. A conocer profundamente qué significa ser un cristiano. Un miembro del cuerpo de Cristo. Una luz en las tinieblas que todos nosotros somos. Entonces espero que vivimos así.